welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. From the spirit world leaving us EVPs in our past episodes, to aliens, to Otacon, and a local library Comic-Con is covered in this episode and more. Not to mention, will there be ghosts leaving us any type of EVPs in this episode? Stay tuned to after this episode to find out. That's right. Find out in the update section of this episode to see if there were any EVPs that I found. So, let's cut to the chase and get things off the bat right here and right now by saying hey george roll the music we'll be right back with more of the long coat mafia podcast shock and terror with sasha the princess of darkness and chris the martinsburg madman in sasha after dark the podcast of darkness reboot So I figure uh, we can talk about Paul Rubens, ghosts, and uh, aliens. Paul Rubens, ghost. By Paul Rubens, ghost! <laughs> well, you got to figure Paul Rubens was actually set to uh, be Gozer in Ghostbusters. A lot of people didn't realize that. And he rejected last minute, so they had to cast who they cast. Well... <laughs> You know the and I, and I said, why am I drinking out of this? <laughs> I should be drinking out of the other thing. Basically, uh, I hope they. I know everything with the the strike is going every sideways and all, and we all know what's pretty much going on. Uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Stephen Mel, um, however you pron- pronounce his last name, aka the. Uh, uh, Green Arrow. Sweet Tooth. Oh, wait, Um, no, that's different. That's another uh, Steve. He he came out at a convention. I don't know if you heard this. He came out at a convention. He supports the strike, but he doesn't... They're wording it that they're saying he doesn't support the strike, but or he doesn't support the union. He said, "I, I support the union. I just don't support the strike. I don't, you know, he doesn't see the point in it. There's a lot of controversy going on about what's going on with the strike. And I know it seems right now I'm a Dutch angle, but still, whatever. Um, there's a lot of things going on about it. And it's just that I think we covered this at when we talked about SAG two weeks ago. There are some people that are allowed to, due to independent work, mm-hmm. allowed to do independent films, meaning uh, someone, what the, a lot of folks are saying, oh, Danny Trejo is given permission to do indie films because these are not meaning someone like uh, David Kerr could uh, hire Danny Trejo if he had the money to do so. Yeah. And Danny Trejo, because David is not, Dave is not union. He doesn't work with SAG. You know, he doesn't work with like uh, Warner Brothers or anything like that. So uh, as long as SAG gives permission to Danny Trejo to work on this project. Therefore, everything's okay. And it's the aspect of 
Oh, SAG is giving. I'm, I'm not dissing Danny Trejo in any way, shape, or form. He seems like a nice guy, but I'm just saying it, what a lot of people are saying. Oh, they're giving these high named acts or actors and actresses permission, but what about the unknowns? And that's the question. I haven't heard anything like that, and there's some weird drama about it. And since this is the pre-show and all that, uh, if and it's the pre-show, we're just tossing random shit to the wind before we start. Some of you out there might know I didn't go to Otacon again this year, mostly due to fundage. But shit's going down like usual. I love it when shit doesn't go as planned for most people. Um, those of you uh, on Sasha's side, I know she's getting busy so, um, uh, sorted out and all that. So hashtag rant. Uh, mm-hmm. For those on Sasha's side of things, uh, I know some of you on my side of things, uh, uh, the LCMP side of things. Um, no, for the bulk of my show, out of the eight years that we've been going on, going on and keeping on trucking, uh, out of that, maybe about five of them, four or five of them, we went to Otacon. Um, last year, we didn't go due to getting let go from my employer, and I didn't agree with their tactics. Meaning, when I went, when I last went back in 2021, all you had to do is wear a mask, you know, just whatever, you know, a cloth covering over your face for everything. Then within, then 2022 happened and a lot of restrictions got with regards to the pandemic got lifted. That's when somehow, some way, everything went draconian with the convention center uh, because DC, their COVID restrictions also got limited, uh, lifted, but they left a lot of uh, event venues. Uh, to have their own policies. And that's when the convention center decided, hey, guess what? We not only want you to wear a mask, but prove that you have been, uh, you are uh, virus free and, or you've been injected. A lot of places did that last year. Yeah. And even though everything was being lifted. So what happened? Uh, I Personally, I didn't agree with that. And with that all, whole aspect i'm like you know what i'm not going screw it Uh, i'm saving my money Uh, i just got let go not gonna go not to mention last year otacon i want to say fuck themselves over i know it's been this long into the show we're already dropping f-bombs but uh i'm sure sasha could agree that if you're putting on an event you plan to have max occupancy period end of story you you have to plan on that Apparently, Otacon never planned on that. And they got, from what I was hearing, they got near, I think the max occupancy was like 45,000 people for the convention center in D.C. The official, the quote unquote official word was 40,000 attendees. Yet the number 44 was being thrown around by staff. So I have no idea what was going on. But uh, 
technically, if the official number was 40,000, guess what? It wasn't 40,000. It was 39,999 because this motherfucker didn't go. Um, because they go, a lot of events go by ticket sales. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Otacon. It's not ticket sales. It's memberships, quote, unquote. Um, and folks on my side of things, LCMP side of, side of things, know how I feel about Otacon and saying, oh, you're not buying tickets. You're buying memberships. Oh, um, for what? Oh, memberships on our website for uh uh, the forums a lot. You mean the fact that due to Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that's now made your membership redundant is beyond everything. But this year they uh, fixed problems from last year and they, they're a quote unquote again, official me- um, numbers is 42,000. And uh, like past years, they've had a lot of issues. Um, apparently, they were uh, kicking folks out due to wearing bunny outfits. Uh, best guess until uh, they were dressed up like, uh, you know how... Like sexy bunnies. Old- I, I get it. No, uh, from what I gather, it was uh, like, you know, the Playboy bunny outfit? Yes, the classic, uh, pretty much like that. But they're wearing leotards instead of just like the swimsuit outfit underneath. Okay. So, so everything is uh, covered up. They were, from my gather, they were wearing that, and they were saying, "Sorry, uh, dress code violation. You're gone." Yet, folks, again, were going. This is VIA, the Otacon. Uh, Facebook group, aka the Stitches Should Get Stitches, Snitches Should Get Stitches fan group. Uh, I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, where they were saying, Yeah, I was sent the show, and pretty much everything was flapping in the breeze, if you want to use your imagination. Uh, and I didn't get, you know, kind of tossed out due to uh, wardrobe malfunctions. So take that as you will. And the reason why I make the statement that the Otacon fan group, uh, official yet unofficial fan group on Facebook is AK snitches get stitches or should get stitches is because back in 2021, when I was there three days, I was doing my thing. I got, I think, a total of 10 pieces of content, um, five audio and five video and one thing and sasha you've seen my baggies of dice that i uh give people a handout yeah i i made a post i took a selfie with the baggie kind of dangling it uh saying hey i'm in the game room i'm here doing you know i'm covering the event i have dice to give out if you want it it's yours and in each bag of dice i had Folks at home that can see it, uh, my business card. You know, in about half hour, this was at nine o'clock and about nine thirty. One of the uh, folks representing the the staff and the event coordinators came up to me. It's like you can't do that. Do what? We sold you a post. You can't do what you did. Do what? Hand out dice. That's solicitation. Uh, 
why it's against event uh autocon policies and event center policies how is this i'm not soliciting anything i'm handing out free shit well you're forcing people to listen no uh to kind of uh, i should have challenged the whole uh, thing i know you would probably go like oh let's get take me to the upper management um but i'd be like there's a a tiktoker instagrammer that does kind of like that sort of things like all you have to do what you're doing in essence pointing out you're doing the long way around to do something i'll be like i sure went look i could open up the bag take out the card and just toss it away they don't have to listen they could tell me could you remove the card out of the bag that simple if you think the other people that bought the tickets are that stupid that they are now have to listen then that's an issue by your logic if i pick up a poster for awesome con or katsukan from their table i have to go because i picked up their poster promoting their event uh, by the way Though they're promoting their event at a paid booth, isn't that solicitation? Technically, it is. But the convention center, um, from what I found out from several folks that have either volunteered or worked at the convention center, they're very draconian. They have they've worked with the DC City Council to have like the like a two mile radius around DC that you cannot do that. And which uh, I believe is totally fucked up. Uh, awesome. Um, I know Awesome Con next year is in March, but this year it was in like June. Um, next year's Otacon is in early August. And whereas um, I think in previous years it's in July, August, uh, July, August anyway. Um, golly gee, what happens in July and August? The summer? And the heat's very high, and you have a bunch of people standing outside in 115 degree heat. That's why I like Baltimore. You have a lot of folks doing the hustle, hustle. Uh, meaning you have the people selling the water, selling yeah. you know, selling pretzels, selling you know, selling food. You they know you're waiting in line. They're going to get they're going to get you, and you you whisper, "I'm thirsty." You're going to have at least five motherfuckers out there, you know saying hey uh uh water five bucks and you have another like why are you buying water for him five bucks for three bucks i'll give you a bottle of water and a coke and you can you haggle that's great that's the hey that's the american way haggling (laughs) i like it you know uh and they'll be like hey you hungry i know joey uh joey sells pretzels joey come here you know you don't want pretzels you want some peanuts Dwayne. My buddy Dwayne sells roasted peanuts, you know, but you can't have that in uh, because the convention center staff are a bunch of, you know, draconian folks. Uh, I know in previous years when I went to uh, Baltimore Comic Con and the convention center there, when it was 115 degrees heat out, they were like, even the event staff was like, let's see if we get you guys inside or at least the bulk of you inside out of this damn heat. So you're not passing the fuck out. 
and but they don't like that there they last year they had issues with folks with uh we'll get to this probably later in the show with service animals and people with needs mm. because a lot a lot of folks that have uh physical needs were allowed to be let in early due to um them being wheelchair bound or uh with service animals or so forth and so on we and they were told that i uh, want to keep things short <laughs> so but either way they were um they were told no you've got to stand in line how dare you get to the end of line and when they report to uh Otacon staff they're like oh they shouldn't have let you do that and stuff like that they i i don't want to go back there um not you know i'd rather again i like going to baltimore because they were fun yeah they've had their issues before uh baltimore's always a fun place to go to as long as you stay in the inner harbor um i've always had a fun at baltimore um four state we're gonna probably plan and go but yeah we're definitely going there's no answers or buts uh state um, that's uh, how do you do you want me to talk about uh the con that was we can do our whole lums around board we'll talk about paul rubens hopping the ghosts you know, segue. Not, um, do you want me to do the Lumser on board as the Lumser on board the ghost thing? Because that could be a interesting intake. Yeah, we could do that. I mean, unless you got something yeah. else, Lumser on board. Uh, we could do that. It could be a very interesting. We could tie that in. Then we could go into the quick Martinsburg show and work their way th- from there, spiral out of control that way. Oh, so. by the way. <laughs> I hate to mention them because heaven forbid our trolls show back up. But guess what weird invite I got today in my email? I about died laughing. What? We invite you to Blobfest 2024. (laughs) (laughs) July 12th through the 14th. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all might want to rethink that. You should send out an email saying, yeah, wasn't I banned from this event permanently? Oh, wait, God, God, God. I, I wasn't banned because you all didn't tell me I was banned. Y'all just shadow banned me because I asked questions. Uh, you should put that in. It's like, didn't y'all shadow ban me last year by refunding all my my money? Dot, 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 dot. Because I was even like, hmm. Oh, and he's like, oh, do you want me to uh, come to your event next year so you could refund my money and shadow ban me again because I'm a troublemaker? I'm too adult, remember? I'm too I'm too adult. <laughs> I'm the most despite, hated. Despite, despite the fact that one person that's being more adult right now is me by dropping at least one F-bomb and one MF bomb. So <laughs> no, I'm too adult. I'm too adult. So. Said the horror movie convention. <laughs> Said the horror. <laughs> Maybe we should get Dan uh, Dan Noakes uh, involved in our next show because obviously the three of us are too adult for a lot of folks. Too adult. We're too real. We're too risque. We'll get to that in a folk. Nothing against Dan Noakes. He's a great guy. I swear um, I'm not getting beat. I just get mysterious bruises, such as life. The joys of heart meds. 
it's for me it's that i sit outside with a bunch of mosquitoes attacking my everything else so it's like this this past weekend while i was over at owls what's with those weird little speckled bruises around your thighs and i about died laughing i'm like um let's consider some of our bedroom proclivities and then you'll figure it out <laughs> it's like i'm bruising you and i'm like I own blood thinners and all kinds of things that make me bruise just by sneezing, you know? Now I'm laughing about odd moments, sir. Uh, I think I was at Walmart today, and what I forget, I'm walking, I'm about halfway home, and what I re- finally remember to look for at Walmart while I was waiting on my prescription, the damn stupid H for this damn thing. <laughs> I'm near it. a hob- I'm near a Hobby Lobby and Walmart. I'm like, what I forget to look at the damage. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was just that random thought. It was just like I forgot to look for the damage. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you should you, you you should bring the mask for uh for state. <laughs> I'll bring the other one. I'll bring the I, old I plan on it. I, I I plan on bring, bringing this and like a, a almost like a top hat, a steampunk type hat. So I need monocle. <laughs> monocle. <laughs> have you ever? That's the thing. I have two sets of um, steampunk glasses. You know the the goggle type things. One has a red and green filter in it. The other one is just an average tint. Oh, don't walk around with a red and green filter on permanent uh, for a while oh it's fucking trippy uh i did that when i first went to the eye doctor and they put drops in my eyes i mm. figured where the go- where are the goggles because it they cover the complete eye and don't allow the light in oh that was a bad idea walking home uh looking at roses was completely wrong it was like i took lsd <laughs> Yeah. I didn't take L- I didn't take LSD, but it was like I almost say I took LSD because it wasn't the they weren't red. They were like white with like a purpley round thing going all the way around, all the way around. I'm like, oh my God, this is hurting my eyes. If I didn't need these things on my face right now, I'd take them off. So not to mention the leaves were a weird color, the sky was a weird color. Uh never again. Maybe I will. Uh, Got some yeah. plastic 3D glasses around here if you want to borrow them. Now, if I do go that that uh, red and green route, I'm doing the whole uh, uh, spider Jerusalem route. The square and the circle, circle, red and green. They used to sell those. Oh, yeah. You can even get um, the glasses from Trigun as well. All right. Yeah. Are we ready yeah. for this? Tiger face. Lemon face. Lemon face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing it. <laughs> All right. Lums are on board. What plaything do you have for me today? Something not even. You bet. I bet you are about to think SK system, but you're on. Ah. Something out of our own home base. And that is weird stinking audio on our end. Um, just that uh, I've been telling Sasha for I discovered something weird uh, not two weeks ago, maybe about three weeks ago, um, weeks. because two two weeks ago, 
was our SAG uh, episode, and it was the week before that when I noticed something a little odd with the audio, and that is uh, because on my end, I share the audio version of the Uncensored uh, podcast, and plus I give any updates, et cetera, et cetera. So I get to look at the audio through the popular free program, Audacity. And I notice sometimes a little bit of like spikes, very, they're literally, it looks like this thin, but uh, for the camera, about the thin of a wire or a cord. Uh, if you, you have something corded on your computer with headphones or something like that, but spikes kind of show up like that. It's just like a big squiggly line. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I noticed because I have a fridge within, because my place is really tiny. My hand is right on the fridge right next door. And I figured a lot of the audio I've been picking up is like maybe the fridge kicking on or um, maybe something like if Sasha's searching something on the internet or replying to a comment, you might hear the keyboard. Uh, if the mics are super sensitive, or because I'm sitting on my bed, if a spring pops up, I have a microphone sitting right on the bed, it's going to pick that up, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's what gets picked up. Not to mention, me and Sasha are podcasting across the internet. So you might get a little bit of spikes in regards to glitches. And a lot of times that's what those spikes were when I amplified them, were glitches or an inhale from Sasha, inhale from me, somebody just chuckling ever so lightly. Therefore, the mic was picking up that white chuckle or click of the teeth or heck, even me opening up the top of my cup or taking a sip. But when we were talking about the sag and everything, there were several weird, four to be precise, that I was able to notice. The first one is when we were talking about um, bullying. Sasha was saying, mentioned something about uh, in regards to bullying. And right after that, there was a light audio speak when uh, spike. And when I amplified it, it kind of sounds like the sound was like, or what can be made out like, like how? Like Sasha said, bullying. And someone saying, like how? Sort yeah. of speak. Um, the next one was when Sasha was uh, made the reference to uh, go uh, the go made reference to uh, um, the Lay's Ray's line. You never studied, and there was another spike after that that sounded like like to or so, it was almost like it, it wanted to pick up the mic wanted to pick up would like to but only picked up like to. Um, the other one was another Ghostbusters related incident when Sasha was talking about her, uh, drama that she was having with, uh, a Ghostbusters cosplay group several years ago and says that, uh, she makes reference that she was telling the folks behind the four state event that I should give you a list. And, uh, it's like, uh, so the spike when amplifies like like us, 
Like, what do, what do we do? It, it, that's how it came out. Like, what do we, what do, we do? Um, the final one that I managed to pick up was when we were talking, uh, making about the uh, movie reference in regards to, I think we were making reference to the MPAA or something like that, yeah. movie ratings. Um, and so again, on your end, you said like the late 60s, maybe 68. And what it comes up like saying, someone saying, like you, like somebody was, uh, you and I were talking and somebody overheard us say 1968 and someone looked like, would look to us like, like you, <laughs> as if to say, you're old, you're 1968. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, all this stuff with EVPs and all that is very controversial. It could be chalked, some of it could be chalked up to, yeah, it's an audio glitch. Yeah, it might be something, you know, uh, internet spike, you know, shit happens through, even though we're, me and Sasha are working through Zoom right now. When I used to record stuff through Skype, oh, there were audio glitches all the time. There would be spikes. Um, uh, just like if you said that, like, stuff shit store the the it would drag out the a lot or there'd be a lot of static you have to look at it too as like with human beings we always try to find something that's identifiable like yeah it's 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 kind of like oh what's that thing pareidolia yeah that's it that's what i was saying uh, you know, the human like, brain wants to find patterns in faces and, things and that stuff uh, that's why we have ink block tests and all that fun jazz. Um, I I remember watching like a YouTube or a documentary saying, yeah, we're um, a species, the human species, we're very intelligent, but the brain itself is very stupid and e easily fooled. Yep. Um, so it, the, the documentary was not making fun of any one type of person or group of people it was just saying yeah see how this it can be considered an illusion that's how the brain can be easily fooled or uh if you look at certain spirals it looks like it's moving that's how the brain can be easily fooled while it's a stationary object that, but like when it comes to things our brain sometimes tries to fill in the blanks like if you look at 90 percent of like a cryptid sighting like, how often is it a bear with mange, you know? Right. Um, and it literally could be. Um, look at what some people have been calling the chupacadra is just a coyote with mange. Um, right. You know, there's a lot of people looking in old cases and, and things of that nature, because sometimes our brain is only picking up on certain things and it's not picking up everything at the moment of the action it's it's why even eyewitness testimony is not accurate um because we're perceiving it as it's happening but our brain is filling in a lot of the blanks that basically we don't have you know or we don't have all the available data for and yep. And it's interesting how creative the human mind is. And at the end of the day, yes, I, I, I dabble in the paranormal. The book of the dead is right back there. But the thing of it is, is I'm also a woman of science. And I I wouldn't say I'm a skeptic. I would just say, you know, when it, when you dabble with 
paranormal research in general, like people on YouTube or dear fucking God, the, the ghost adventures guys, um, they don't use equipment that is accurate. Some of them are using faulty, um, what were those PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation, uh, Xbox 360s cameras called? Yeah, uh, the Connects. Yeah, the they're, Kinect. Us- they're using the Connect camera. And if anybody's ever played a video game on Connect, it's glitchier than sin. You're going to get weird things that show up um because it's not perfect it's not accurate um and you know going off of emfs and you know the whole thing with like random like radio signals and pulling out voices from the air again it's left to the interpretation you heard a noise your brain is saying it sounds like this And those guys may adamantly believe that they've gotten some sort of positive answer. So, of course, it's kind of like mass hysteria. (laughs) uh, It's interesting science as well. It's like uh, you have if they especially with EVPs, if they say, hey, someone said, uh, if you listen closely to this EVP, someone says, hello, you're going to your brain's going to listen for hello. And it could not be hello, it could be something else going on. And yet you're going to hear hello because it's already in your head. It's like um, uh, there was that aspect of this was like five, six years ago when it was roughly around the time of is the dress blue or red? Or hell, just people who scrub some lyrics constantly. It's it's not just that. It was like um, there was an audio clip. It was going around roughly again when is this uh, a blue dress or a red dress deal that if you listened and you listened carefully, you heard either one thing or another. And it was both were exactly correct. And you could actually train your brain and your ears to hear both. And so it was actual science that you both were correct. And it was just a matter of which side of your audio sense. But well, it's like people who like, understand song lyrics that they believe for the longest time that the song said revved up like a douche instead of lo- revved up like a deuce, you know. And but you have to also figure, uh, folks at home, I gotta describe, I know those watching, I gotta describe it, but we do have audio listeners. Um, let's say this back of this book is representative of the visual and/or hearing spectrum. We as humans only see that much <laughs> yeah i know there there are some animals that only see red or only see certain things but ours are you know for the most part see very little and and i'm holding like a very thin audio wire or auxiliary wire dead center we're so it's we're not seeing everything, everything. we don't know if they're that's why you you have a lot of folks in the paranormal community to say that cats or dogs are able to see stuff that we cannot see or, you know, that sort of thing, or cats and dogs are able to hear things that we cannot hear because they, their visual spectrum and their audio spectrum is a little bit better than ours. So how true that is in regards to them, uh, those types of animals picking something up uh, is unknown, but, it, it's interesting science because it is a valid science, but it's not something that we could fully prove in regards to the paranormal. 
And so, like in on this episode, just as an experiment, I'm recording it the same way we did the last one. So it's going to have the whole online instead of recording directly to my computer. So who knows? Maybe maybe we'll have something that proves us wrong. Uh, let, me, let me put it like this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Or this will be because this might be up on Sasha's uh, end in regards to OnlyFans first before I do any audio. Uh, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, OnlyFans, or wherever, and listen to the audio bro- uh, podcast version of this. At the end, if I pick up anything that's weird or different, I will copy it and paste it, and I'll include it at the end part of the show as part of the updates. And I'll have all of you listeners out there or if you're listening to this, there, if I pick up anything, it'll be at the end, part of the updates. And I'll let all of you out there decide if you hear the same thing I do. And if you do, if the your outlet of choice, whether it's Good Pods, Podbean, or whatever, even if it's on YouTube, uh, go on YouTube or Sasha's uh, oh. OnlyFans page. Leave a comment to see if you actually, that you listened to the audio podcast. And see if you heard the same thing I heard or what have you. Leave a comment. React. And uh, for those who's listening to the ethereal plane, uh, from the ethereal plane, if you feel like reaching out and contacting us, by all means, you know how. So please do. Because I always check for dead air when I do the, the audio stuff. So I'll see you a little squiggles. Yep, we'll see you. We'll, we'll see, see you. you. We'll see you, yeah. or we'll see how much bullshit it is. One of the two. <laughs> I know I've been talking a lot, but there's one little thing we go into before we go into what Sasha wants to cover and all that, because I know we want to talk about some recent news and all that, and that is uh, we talked about Otacon earlier uh, in the pre-show. Um, we did have at least, I was, I don't know what that was. Was that me? Um, yeah, must I know that. Uh, that means I got to kind of, I know that was probably... Uh, I got a chance to go to the uh, Library Comic Con, this uh, Marchburg Library Comic Con, like last week. Uh, Why are we week always before. going to our haters? We just need to let them come to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, I though I've had issues with the library before, but. Uh, the library, a lot of the librarians are cool with what I do and everything else. And yeah, I have to change the, some of the stuff in the background. Um, I've been lazy in regards to that. Um, it's cr- when the library is less than an eighth of a mile down the road, I'm, I'm going to go. But Dan Noakes was there. Um, I, I had a, it seems like, uh, or at least what's been recently happening right now, it's like as soon as I leave, Within maybe five ten minutes, a lot of interesting stuff happens uh, because I said Dan Oaks was there. He was having the time of his life. Uh, uh, Dan was doing his thing. It was busier than usual, but I'm sure as soon as the costume contest was done, it kind of went downhill. Uh, or in regards to attendance, because that that's usually how it goes. But um, According to Dan, so Dan was our uh, shout out to Dan Noakes being our uh, uh, <laughs> our on site reporter uh, regards the man to man on the inside, man on the inside. Uh, 
said that he saw a uh, an ugly meltdown between two cosplayers um, and gave him a sick sense of satisfaction, but it kind of disturbed him as well. Uh, I would have loved to seen what went down, but uh, either way, uh, it sounded like oh, I should have been there to see that shit, you know, because I, I would have, I probably would have laughed my ass off. Uh, and the other thing was that um, one of the library, uh, he said, uh, so yesterday I was approached by one of the librarians from the show I was at. I showed them my chicken USDA rejected graphic novel. They seemed to like it at first. Then they told me they would have bought it for the library, but they only handle young adult fiction and seemed entirely too adult for them to buy. Uh, let me just say this. Uh, I'm not. You know, I'm not defending the library. I'm not defending Dan in any way. Uh, but let me say this. Uh, a lot of the folks that are in charge of the library Comic-Con are the young adult section folks. And they give them literally like $1.50 for the budget uh, to bring, you know, advertise and everything else. Literally, it's they could bring, there were 20 vendors there. And they probably, at $20 a head, they probably made $400 with tables anyway, which is donation to the library. They does the library give them that $400 to spend on advertising and everything else for next year? No, but um, they'll be happy to take your money. That's beside the point. They, uh, but they were, the library, that librarian was probably just a lot young adult librarian and didn't have authority. But let me say this. Thank God I didn't read them yet. And uh, I rented this. Uh, from the library, the local library. It is the uh, Kick-Ass 2 prequel Hit Girl. I rented it from the Martinsburg Public Library. It is a very adult graphic novel. If Sasha, if, I don't know if you read it or not, but yes. it's very it's very adult graphic novel. The Martinsburg Library has a graphic adult graphic library uh, uh, section. That's how I got this. Now, if they were interested, actually interested in buying Dan's book, they could have gotten one of the folks who was actually authorized to buy the book for the library to pick it up for their adult section. Why they didn't, who knows? They were probably like a lot of folks at our show, oh, all talk, no bite. Yeah. So either way, uh, that's my take on it, or both mine and Dan's take. Uh regards to the thing but either way well let's get into a couple of other things well let's just do our regular show opening so yeah dramatic pause and of course as always uh from sasha constantine monroe aka sasha the princess of darkness uh you're presently listening to sasha after dark the podcast of darkness or if you're on the flip of the script, you're listening to the Long Coat Mafia podcast featuring uh, Mr. Christopher Lumser, a.k.a. Uh, the, the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. the Reverend Godfather himself. Yes, indeed, so. indeed, indeed. So we are, you kind of get a double whammy with us. Um, you know, if you're not listening to my side, you're listening to his side. But either way, you're listening. And it's all numbers, baby. <laughs> At the or if you're... If you want, you're you're also watching the clips on the YouTube side of things too. So, because the clips fell off the back of a truck, god damn it! So, ah, the clips are fun. That's great. 
especially the uh, Golden Girls one. <laughs> yeah. That we've gotten a lot of talk of. So since we were talking about the ethereal plane and ghosts and things of that nature, um, since we're on to news topics, um, you know, recently, you know, we had heard that uh, Paul Rubens has passed. Um, a lot of people didn't yes. know this, but um, he was set to be Gozer the Gozerian and Ghostbusters and turned the role down. Um, but he was going to be a well-dressed, kind of like distinguished 1920s gentleman kind of appearing character to be gozer and that would have made a completely different movie i wish i lived in that alternative universe to watch that cut uh but everybody mostly knows him as peewee herman uh me personally i enjoyed him as max um the little like computer ai in uh flight of the navigator um, then you had one of my favorite characters he ever did was Amlin from um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, not the TV show. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, the spleen from Mystery Men. Not only that, but he played, you know, Penguin's dad twice. He did yeah. it um, in Batman Returns and then again in Gotham, I believe. Yeah. Uh, also, for those at, folks at home. Uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Uh, Pee Wee Herman, or say Pee Wee Herman, a.k.a. Paul Rubens, is, has also been known over the past many years as the king of comeback. Um, mm -hmm. Because uh, twice he folks have tried to take him down, or twice he, stuff has happened to him uh, that in today's vernacular got him canceled. The first time was back in the 90s when he was caught self-pleasuring himself in a a porn theory oh the heavens uh <laughs> oh you saw you had to do that episode of crack he was so concerned about the drug crisis in america in the 80s he had to go to the adult theater and make his dick cry <laughs> right and the thing is <laughs> I, I saw uh, tiktok's uh, videos like yeah imagine being the snitch that had to go go to the box office to report somebody in the back so yeah, the adult theater. theater. The adult theater. Theater. It was it wasn't probably just him. There's probably about four or five going to <laughs> and not only that, he was was making his comeback, and it was during his time because there was a I mean it was a fun computer game. They tried to make it an actual a live action um trivia game on tv and that was you don't know jack he played the host for that game show on tv it only lasted maybe about five ten episodes and it got canceled after 10 episodes i don't think it was because it was popular it was because also during that time his house got rated for child what was claimed to be child porn but and but it wasn't and he kind of went that route and you know they he was found innocent and when the again same tiktok video a few years later when the statutory limitations was about to run out a different person working in the da's office said no let's try this or uh way again let's try to you know bring back the charges and he just and paul just Pleaded to a lesser chart, like a real less. It was like a hundred dollar fine and pretty much, I want to say time served. But it was like, uh, as long as you don't 
you're not around kids unsupervised, you'll be fine. And since that time, during that time, he was taking care of his father. Hmm. He was fine. You know, so like, okay, I'm taking care of my dad anyway. He's really sick. I think it was like cancer. So, you know, that was not an issue. And he served his time and he might've been due to a comeback and, but cancer hit him. Oh, God rest his soul. He was, he was known for a lot of wide variety of weird and wonderful characters in from Pee Wee Herman to, you know, Penguin's dad to, you know, who knows? The you know, spleen. The spleen. So it, he was, a, I won't say, a lot of folks have said that Paul Rubens was a very weird person to know at times. God, is it he, too soon for me to make the obvious joke about him being the comeback king? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I mean, if you're going to hate anyone. Anyway. I'm that god. (laughs) A lot of, I think a lot of the whole fans would be like, my god, he really is the comeback king. Came back from death. Holy shit, this guy's good. (laughs) And the thing is, would he pull that off? Anybody, I think he'd be the only guy that could have pulled it off. And I think, but yet nobody would be totally surprised. to be like, holy shit, he managed to pull it off. But then again, it's 2023. Uh, why are we surprised? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of odd surprises. Um, so as you've seen in the news, everybody's freaking out about aliens. Ooh, aliens. Ooh, yeah. this, this is my angle on this. And... You know, the government admits that UFOs and UAPs exist. Basically, they're saying, yeah, there's shit in the sky we can't identify. Because UFO, unidentified flying object, uh, UAP, um, unexplained aerial aerial phenomenon. You know, right? I look up in the sky and there's shit in the sky on a regular basis. I can't identify, you know. Um and then, of course, oh, well, there was some crashes and we recovered non-human remains. Now. Non-human biologics. Yeah. But the thing it. of it is, is you're still saying human. Like, Not, the space program was prone to launching monkeys and God knows what else in the space for years. Um, as, as somebody described it, uh, even Tim Poole kind of described it as well i know we both probably disagree with tim pool and all that but he put it best and tiktok would pull it best and they kind of correlate with each other if a unknown if someone creates an unknown spy balloon weather balloon so forth and so on that people cannot recognize it hits in the process of doing its thing hits a bird and crashes Therefore, it is a UAP that when the people recover it, it can be classified as a UAP or UFO. And the, anything that non-human is remains. Yeah, non-human or non, you know, non-human remains, pure and simple. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, or it's, it's saying as, nothing, but saying a lot all at once. Right. Or as... Tim Pool stated in his when he was talking about it, they could literally find a bug on a leaf near 
this down craft, whatever it might be, and it would be non-human remains. Yeah, see, the <laughs> same only, shit. The only thing to get excited about would be if they said non-terrestrial remains, right? But the, and even I, then, it's 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 questionable, and, and I, I just love it because everybody on Facebook's going nuts. But the joke is, okay, cool, we're, we're kind of aware of that, but uh, can you tell us about uh, Epstein Island a little bit more? <laughs> Right. And and the best thing is like, well, how do you know aliens are out there? Let me put it like this. I'm going to use the same analogy uh, a physicist, uh, an astrophysicist put out there. We as humans, when it comes to outer space, covered about this much worth of what's out there. You know, it's like uh, going to the ocean, filling up this cup full of that water and that's how pretty much how much outer space we looked at and surveyed and when we look at this cup of water we see no fish in it so we're going to say there is no other there's no fish in this water because there's no fish in this cup yet there could literally be fish in that the body of water out there so is there life outside or extraterrestrial life out in the universe? Probably. Yeah, um, I, don't, I doubt they're going to be visiting here. Right. Let's be honest. Like all, all we've done to to encourage them to come up is send up a bunch of math and science and a couple nudes on human biologicals. Like hell, I, I wouldn't even pay attention to somebody who sends me something like that on Tinder. No, I'm good. <laughs> your math and your dick pic. I, cool. I like. I like the uh, videos on TikTok that um, they're reading like word prompts or word stuff. And it's regards to how we as humans are the equivalent of uh, space Australia. Yes. <laughs> Send the humans in there. <laughs> they, they're immune to uh, water. There is, <laughs> they're immune there is, to. There is, if there is intelligent life, we are the intergalactic equivalent of herpes to them because we get somewhere we fuck it up anyway so there's probably a little sign outside of our known universe or galaxy that reads here there be humans quarantine biological hazard <laughs> we are the equivalent of some like bad neighborhood or something like that lock the doors don't go near them, <laughs> go near them. now see if, if scientists want to find out if there's life out there, advertising, you know, you SETI advertise an intergalactic kegger. What we're already <laughs> we're already the equivalent of the Jehovah Witnesses uh of space, probably as it is. Just going around you home. Can we talk to you about our people, the planet Earth? Hello. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're going to get a lot more people to come out if you're off from barbecue, some beer. <laughs> you never know. You know, and that's, that's the fun thing. If you look, folks, to kind of bring it back to the geek aspect, you have a lot of sci-fi programs out there. Um, in Hitchhiker's Guide, it was gin and tonic that every sentient race somehow had a gin and tonic. That were nowhere connected to each other. They always had a gin and tonic. And John Michael Straczynski's JMS's uh, Babylon 5, everybody had some form of Swedish meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> and that was because the car's eating like these little meatballs. He's like, 
here, try these things. Like the other guy's like, these are the best uh, Delxy from. He's like, you got these from there's our, our home planet. He's like, you got these from our, <laughs> you got these from our home planet. They're so good. He's like, no, no, no. These are Swedish meatballs. You could get them at the, you know, the equivalent of the promenade. He's like, no, like, yeah, it's odd. Every sentient race has a, you know, version of these Swedish meatballs. And they're like, you know, it's like, what do we have that every, like, here's some moonshine and some liquor. You have moonshine too. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all you got to do. And open up like the Miss Universe pageant. Let it be the whole universe or make it Miss Multiverse pageant. I'd be down. (laughs) Shit again, trippy. (laughs) I'll be down for that. (laughs) Let me sign up for that. I'll be, I'll be a little weird for that. I'll be, I'll be a little creeper for that. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll pull Jason Muse for that so I could walk around like so people go like see that motherfucker he fucked a Martian once <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be humanoid that's the rule you know and that was the one thing that always upset me about I, I swear I'll ask for consent <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that always bugged me with like you know James Tiberius Kirk you know such a ladies man but yeah he was real quick to shoot them ladies if they're hairy and salt vampires it's like mm, green skin. Okay. How do you know? <laughs> how do you know? There's a some late night radio or TV program somewhere. Do you, have you been sexually assaulted by one James Tiberius Kirk? <laughs> and are looking for child support? Dial five 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 J one three. That's why I always liked um, what was that Galaxy Quest where where the the engineer guy falls for the alien chick and he doesn't care if she has tentacles he's kind of into it like that, it's not that's the thing it's I think you even you covered it uh, that's something else in regards to Galaxy Quest that that engineer throughout the whole movie he it was cut content. He was supposed to be, the reason why he was so chill is that he was supposed to be stoned throughout the whole film. That's why he was doing so much. He was just so downed because he was stoned. He was smoking the, the devil's lettuce. He was smoking weed. That's what he was doing. He was just, dude. <laughs> it's inside out. Oh, dude. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> But, like, legit, you know? Start analyzing that stuff. Come on, like, researchers need to go out and party more. (laughs) You know, we could be the vacation spot for the entire galaxy. (laughs) I'll still be on the Like, oh, aliens are coming? Hold on. I'll be there where where they're landing with the sign saying, take me off this damn rock. (laughs) Just just make sure you're... Make sure you got your pickup truck and your flannel shirt on because I hear they're really into those guys. I'll wear my flannel shirt. I, I don't have a pickup truck. You can borrow it. Bro- <laughs> can I borrow your Jeep? <laughs> Is hey, Hatfield, can I get some of that damn mar- damn, damn moonshine? Because <laughs> you ever notice that that's who gets abducted. And it's like, are we sure they're getting abducted or are they really into it? Because <laughs> I get a lot of rednecks that hit on me, so they might be in this interspecies strange. <laughs> you know, it's like the ones that actually get abducted, they also get like anally probed and sexually assaulted. You know, 
having a more good time than me. And I'm looking for it. some alien putang. <laughs> alien Tinder. Alien Tinder. How do I sign up for Alien Tinder? Because, so, like, you wouldn't be sure if you want to swipe right or left. You know, this is a humanoid. I'm curious. <laughs> you might be a five on her planet, but to you, she a ten. <laughs> Am I willing to... <laughs> Damn straight! Death by Snoo Snoo! <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo will be on my to tombstone if they were aliens. <laughs> do you How'd he die? With crushed pelvis? <laughs> yes! Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Yay! Oh, yes! But the government admitting that there's stuff in the sky that they unidentified, yeah, that they can't identify, and oh yeah, by the way, we sometimes find remains that aren't of human origin. Like, dude, I can ride down the side of 81 and find non-human remains on the regular. Now, I find human remains, I'm going to get a little excited. <laughs> you and I are going to be up in uh, Harrisburg in a few weeks. We could look for human remains. <laughs> Yeah, we just got to be careful where we look. Right. Now, I'm the kind of person that's low budget. I could easily, I'm easily entertained by poking it with a stick. Now, what kind of stick you want to poke it with is up, up to you. I'm just going to have the actual you know, two know, by four. I, I, I find a skull. I'm going to have to do the over. <laughs> I knew him well. We went bowling on Tuesdays. <laughs> we had bowling. Was there a reason why you all defiled the corpse? It was there. <laughs> Is it? It's been four score and seven years. We propped it upright and it seemed like its head nodded. It may have been gravity. <laughs> it was either the corpse or following the song from the window to the wall. <laughs> he had cold clammy like sweat. <laughs> It's going to be from the window to the wall, and it's going to look like a demolition was starting to take, take place at waist level. <laughs> Would <Whoa>. not be. <laughs> I was curious if they stayed hard. <laughs> I saw this movie once. Once. It had a girl that fucked the dead guy in it. <laughs> Well, I had some, well, it wasn't a guy, but it was a girl, so I had some Vaseline. CVS was open. It was clerks. Come on, you know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was going through a different, to an actual, oh, have you seen that movie? I see that look that, yes, you have. Oh, were you talking about Necromantic? I think so. It was that chick that was pretty much a zombie, and they pretty much uh, pimped her out. Oh, no, that's Dead Girl. Necromantic predates that. That just gets weird. And if you want really, so both seen um, If you want really disturbing, watch uh, oh, a uh, Serbian film. No, I don't, I'm not made for that right now. <laughs> that's disturbing. Even I couldn't finish it. That should be like somewhere Sasha couldn't finish it. <laughs> Sasha had to look away. Or how pissed was? 
Marsburg Madman have to be to wa- finish watching this movie so it doesn't win. Just like Skins. <laughs> Don't watch Skins. I had to watch no. it because it was all over my Facebook feed. And we can, bad we, idea. We, we, we can touch on the whole service animal thing. Um, so recently, because people love, love to bring my attention to civil rights issues that are out there. Um, out in my area, well, not exactly my area, but it's close enough. You know, it's kind of like the armpit of Franklin County. Um, but Fulton County is kind of like this little tiny thing. It's not too far from Franklin. And there's this little town known as McConnellsburg. And inside McConnellsburg is the Fulton Pub, which is a pub that had opened previously and then closed and then reopened. See, you can tell they already don't have a good bit of history. But it being, you know, a, a, a town that your your neighbors are two cows and you might get lucky and have somebody five miles down the road. And you hope that they're not blood relation if they have, you know, a daughter or a son that you fancy. <laughs> but anyways, there's this place known as the Fulton Pub, you know, because real original in that area. And um, somebody brought to my attention, like, oh, yeah, they're starting to discriminate against service animals. And I, of course, being me, this troublemaker, I had to double dutch into the comments to see what was going on. Well, they post this big thing. We are no longer allowing animals of any kind in our establishment. And, of course, somebody asked the obvious question. Well, what about service animals and ESAs, which are emotional support animals, which... Per PA regulations, and Fulton County is an EA, is a service animal. Um, so, of course, Fulton County is like, only service animals. And it's like, yeah, but an ESA is a service animal. And, of course, I read them the Riot Act. I also gave them the information per PA state guidelines. Like, yeah, nah. an ESA nah. is just like a seeing, well, not just like, but like a seeing eye dog. Because there's a lot of vets in the area. Um, there's a lot of people that suffer PTSD that have that ESA animal. Yeah. So when they go, that, to the that's party, that's one of the things I want. This is one of the, one of the things I want to uh, go into with Sasha because there's a lot of folks out there that have like a Chihuahua or they'll have a Shih Tzu or something like that that they claim quote unquote claim is a emotional support animal now emo um the thing with uh service animals or emotional support animals these are animals uh, mainly dogs that are highly trained yep they're literally highly trained that if you brought them into a establishment like a restaurant they're not going to get distracted they're not going to bark they're not going to do anything. They're going to be, they are, if anything, you, you're not even noticed that they go, they are there. Those so-called service animals, if you walk by, they're going to bite, they're going to bark, they're going to pull, they're going to sniff other people. They, you could bring an ESA or a service animal right down the center of a restaurant. They're, fit, they're going to smell every scent. But they're, it's or like exactly a soldier, they're, they're, they're going right down the, their faces, right up. But but that's the difference. That's it. That's, that's one of the things I always want to point out to people. Because once an animal misbehaves in public, then it becomes a problem and you can call the police. 
but we live in a very ableist world. Um, a lot of people don't buy into invisible illnesses uh, and they feel the need to question everybody. Now, per state law, as a business owner, and this is very well defined, you can walk up to somebody and ask them if it's a service animal. And the answer in PA is if they say yes, you just leave it at that and you move on unless a problem arises. Like if the animal nips somebody or the animal's not being controlled or contained, at that point as a business owner, you can say, hey, your animal's acting a little funny in here. We don't appreciate it. We're going to call the police and have them make a judgment call. Nine times out of 10, somebody who has falsified documents is going yeah, to That's the other thing. Now, I think me and Sasha are agreeing on a lot of points because there, I've heard a lot of companies out there that they claim that we will certify your animal, your dog, your cat as a for $50 as a service animal. So you're able to bring it into an apartment complex, bring it into a, a rental home or a right. hotel. Uh, these, a lot of these, I will say probably 98% of these companies are scams. That yep. That's it. They, they, they are, those certificates are worthless. 2% are probably legit. The, these are probably... Uh, let's say the National Center for Blind Service Dogs. I I don't know if it's a legit thing, but for the sake of argument, they actually train labs and for seeing eye dogs. They will probably give their dogs certification papers if needed, or something like that. And that's um, and that's the thing with certification paperwork because a lot of people's like, well, you have paperwork, you should show it. Technically, per law. You don't have to. Because, um, again, going back to that whole thing, as a business owner, if you've got questions and concern, all you can ask that person is, is this a service animal, yes or no? You can't ask them what it's for. You can't ask to see additional documentation because then you get into that whole gray. It's not quite HEPA, but it's very similar, which is Health Information Protection Act. Um, which is also health privacy, you know, health information privacy act. Um, because at that point, you know, some people don't want to discuss what their health issue is or their disability. Um, and they shouldn't have to. Um, but the reason why that documentation does exist is if your animal does bite somebody or does something off the wall that it shouldn't be doing then the cops can be called and examine that paperwork. But that's the thing. Most people will see somebody who doesn't look like they have a health issue. Um, you know, they might see somebody who they wouldn't know looking at them like yourself is diabetic because there's some service animals that can definitely tell when your sugar raises and lows. And a lot of people right. don't realize that. Um, there are animals that can pick up on blackouts. There are animals that can pick up, but, you know, from day to day, aside from them maybe seeing you take your insulin or if you had an episode somewhere, you know, they're not going to know. They're just going to think you're just right. bringing your animal in here. And so they're going to jump. And that's that's problematic, too. Um, but if there's somebody in there and their animals wowing out. And being a pain in the ass, you have every right as a business owner to ask them to leave. And if they want to bring up that it's a service animal, at that point, call the cops. They can share their documentation. But I, 
don't jump the gun until somebody's critter wows out. Because, I mean, this is a place that allows children. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I I know kids, and trust me, um, sometimes an animal is a hell of a lot more sanitary than a human child. And and the thing is, a lot of times it's the kids, and you do have a bunch of Cairns that um that are out there. Mm-hmm. That you want to have the kids that pet service animals, and that's not a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, I know I saw there as Sasha said, there's a lot of different types of service animals. Uh, I I think I saved it. I thought I saved it to my either my phone or my tablet. Apparently, I didn't. Um, but it but, was somebody. Uh, it was funny because uh, the person was on a plane and she was getting weirded out by the the wiener dog. She really adored the wiener dog that was sitting next to them on the plane. And the way the same experience was like the alien. Uh, no, uh, no, it's just a. Uh, the person came and said, uh, my dog keeps uh, alerting me to, she, the the post was like, um, the person sitting next to me said, my dog keeps alerting, you should have your heart checked out, my dog keeps alerting me. And she said, that's how I found out my heart, I had a, a, an irregular heartbeat. And she, But she said, shout out to that dog, wiener dog, because it was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it was just this, you know. A funny experience that this dog was, you know, alerting her owner that somebody, hey, this is my job, you know, let her know that she's got something wrong. Uh, I know uh, Wesley Spengler's wife has a service dog, ESA, uh, emotional support, because she had, uh, I was talking to her about it. You want to talk a dog that was uh, well behaved, but as soon as she said, you know, told the dog, you're off the clock. That dog was still very well behaved and just went around to everybody like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. You know, need any pets? You know, need a need any puppy love? Okay. Uh, but it was I remember during one of the shoots for Zero, uh, we had the dog was out, uh, was sitting right next to, I mean, it was off the leash, sitting right next to his wife. As soon as we dropped, it it like it had to run over. Are you guys okay? And it kept coming over, like, you guys okay? So, like, and looking at Wesley, they fell down. They fell down. You, you got to check them. You, they fell down. And he was like, cutting, like, Wesley, don't yell at the dog. Don't, 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 don't. You know, the dog's just doing its job. You know, it's just, nope. just, it, it's a service dog. It, I know it's trained for anxiety and all that, but it saw folks fall down and thought maybe that we were being, uh, falling due to anxiety or something like that. So he came over to check on, you know, just being a good boy and then just, you know, hold it for a second, give it a little nook, like rub on the head and go noogie noogie. Like I used to my, I know um, my, my big mutt would have been a, a wonderful, he probably wouldn't been a service dog, but he had an attitude of a service dog uh, because of, he was just, well, he wanted to love everybody. You know, he was the type of dog that you would, I'd put in a headlock and to give it head scratches and all the while going noogie, 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 noogie. And you just one of those idiots that would love something like that. And yeah. 
but I know it, it, it's just funny because you know people always come to me when they see something like that, and it's like, all right, let me crack the old knuckles and talk just to these it. people. But the 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 thing of it is, is is at the end of the day, I, I guess they had enough people join in and throw a fit that they slowly tried to change the topic somewhere else. I'm surprised they didn't delete the post, but again, it. it it's 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 Fulton County. I I'm surprised they know how a computer or a telephone even works. You know, <laughs> how can I talk to people? This thing is not attached to the wall, and there's no dial on it. <laughs> dial, you and your modern things. We had to pull something for me and go. I need the one horn Sarah five five three. <laughs> and five one three. <laughs> And you click the receiver a couple times, operators show up, ask who you're going to call. And you say, it's Jeannie down the street. And she knows because the operator's sitting on top of that telephone pole, ready for your call. <laughs> I need Jean 555. Oh, but yeah. Sarah, get off the line. It's a party line. I need it's, to use the phone. It's funny because it's like, uh, this is the county in which I reside. Well, not Fulton. I live close enough to Fulton where I can smell it from here. It smells like cow <laughs> shit. <laughs> that that or that's bro. Earl. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, it, it's interesting. They've, they've slowly kind of backed away from that post. Didn't delete the post, but started deleting comments because they kind of knew they were in the wrong. Because um, they even wound up blocking my business page but not my personal page which i always think is funny i'm like y'all figured out how to block that one that one's the more complex one you all got a rocket scientist working there at least <laughs> he might be able to fix your cadillac converter there <laughs> that's always fun when you strike up uh like i was telling you this past when was it saturday when we met i was talking about that you know, one argument I was getting in with somebody and somebody was like, well, you got to get a better job. And I ended it. And it's like, yeah, you know, I check your privilege. And they tried to reply to me in regards to that. And obviously either uh, one of the moderators from the page deleted it or they deleted it. Either way, I couldn't say they reply. So no, either they, they blocked, blocked you know. it. No, I was able to see if they blocked me, I wouldn't have been able to see their previous reply. Uh, I would have just been able to see my comment. It was just their comment after that. Um, yeah. yeah so they, was, they, they, you can also turn off further commenting, so that kind of locks everything down. So the, uh, it was obviously they commented, replied to it, because it was like my comment, their reply, my reply. And it, if you look under their reply, it says two more. And when you click on two more, it just shows mine. So it was either deleted or not hidden or what have you. So it is what it is. It it's, is. It almost it almost sounds like the issue I have with this doodle online at the moment. So you know, with Al and the whole dental procedure that didn't go through this weekend. Um, so I was a little salty because he worked through the appointment. He's like, Yeah, I got busy at work, and I'm like you took a half day. This is your health. When the clock struck noon, you walk out. That's somebody else's problem at that point. But anyways, you know, I, I had made the comment, the, ugh, 
men, you know. And uh, I have this guy that I he just kind of like hovers around waiting to see if something goes wrong with my relationship to try to dive into my DMs. And it was just hilarious because uh, Monday, I'm still over there at Al's because, you know, I had taken the time off. I might as well just hang out. And Al's at work and he shoots me this DM. What are you up to today? I'm like, oh, well, I'm up in Carlisle. I'm, uh, you know, cleaning up the apartment and playing some Fallout 4. I thought you lived in Chambersburg is the immediate reply. I'm like, I do, but I've been spending a lot of time up here with my boyfriend and uh, some part of me is considering maybe moving up here at some point and instant block. But this is a guy who will wait to see if he can see any turmoil going on in my relationship, try to jump into my DMs. And it's like, dude, please. Relationships have issues. If you want a friend, I'll be your friend all day long, but uh, you're knocking on the wrong door. You should have had me, me yell at Al this weekend, this past Saturday. No, it's, I, I get where he's coming from, but it's like I told him, like, your health comes first. I said, you need to schedule it. You need to let me know when the next appointment is so we can get that shit out of your gob and call it a day. You know? I, it's like, I said, if you wanted me to yell at him in regards to it, I would have yelled at been there. I was like, no. dude, your health, your, your, health, your health matters. And I, I, I would have proudly showed him the scar on the side of my neck. And I, it's like, it, you know, it's like, listen, see this. The only reason why I'm here and I have this to show people is because a good friend of mine dragged my hairy ass to the fucking hospital to have me take care of it. Yep. Do, you, do I need to have Sasha drag your hairy ass to the doctor's department so you can get something taken care of? Granted, I, mine was I, probably. I, I, I've been to the doctors like he he was mad at me and wouldn't talk to me for a solid three years during the whole or not three years, three days for the whole COVID thing, because he kept telling me his symptoms because he was sick and still going to work and not getting better and running a fever and everything. I'm like, go to the doctors. And more or less what I did this past weekend, I got in touch with his two best friends and was like, hey, this is what's going on with Al. I need a chorus here to kind of relay the same info. And yeah, he, he was kind of salty, but he eventually saw what I'm like, you could have got sick and collapsed because he had strong COVID at that point, And he was still at work. I said, not only were you putting your own health at risk, you were putting everybody around you's health at risk. And I said, you've told me many times that you work with people who have heart problems, breathing issues, et cetera. You could have killed any one of them just by working. I'm like, DHL don't care. You, you go home. But <laughs> they'd rather you don't affect everybody like that goddamn monkey from uh, Outbreak. Wait, Al, Al works for DHL? Yeah. He works for that Mickey Mouse company? Yeah. Dewey, Huey, and Louie. And Louie. But he works in IT, but the other day he was growling because he was doing stuff and receiving. I'm like, your IT. Yeah, but I've done that job before and they were stuck with something. I'm like, that's below your pay grade. Well, the floor supervisor walked away while I was showing him how to do something on, on the uh, wrist rocket. And I'm like, if he walked away and you already showed him how to troubleshoot the wrist, ro wrist rocket, I would have walked away too. I already did my job. Sort your shit. You know what I mean? And to let uh, folks at home know that in regards to the whole 
do Hugh and Louie joke. Uh, the first time I heard that was from my uncle who retired from DHL a uh, good many years ago. Uh, he worked, uh, I think he worked as part of the uh, flight crew at one of the airports that helped load the plane. So um, that's how I knew that joke because I used to ask him, like, you work for, like, Uncle uh, Uncle Joe, why, why do you call it, you know, a Mickey Mouse company? DHL stands for Dewey, Huey, and Louie. You know, like, ah. Uh. But yeah, no, it, it's it's just one of them things. But I just thought it was funny because this guy, he'll, and he'll block me for a while. And I guess he kind of just sits on the periphery and then he'll come back to check my profile. And anytime he sees something weird, right up in the DMs, I'm like, dude, I'll be a friend and I'll talk with you. But he's legit looking for a wife and somebody to take care of his two kids. I'm good. I'm good. I got my oldest is getting ready to graduate high school. I'm good. I don't need no more. <laughs> and on that quick quick note, it's like what what it's like I don't have any kids in the game. I don't have anything in the game. Why am I so excited over back to school shit? <laughs> it's like why? Why am I so happy to see back to school shit? Because it's it's summertime. You probably gotta deal with a lot of kids. I no, mean, I barely do it. Have to deal with any kids. I think it's mostly because, uh, being a geek myself, there's a plethora of new shit to store stuff with, like binders and mm. you know, storage options and. Target like, has a huge array of trapper keepers at the moment. Right for my uh, diabetic, like prick needles, I use pencil cases. 50 cents at Walmart. So that sort of thing. I'm like, oh, I can get new binders for to me when I see the back to school stuff. And it's like, oh, new stuff I can use for DD. Shit. <laughs> That's the gateway drug. Back to school supplies. <laughs> it's like back to school stuff. And I was, I, like I said earlier, I was there picking up, you know, refill for a prescription. Why am I? I walked right by the uh, back to school stuff. Like, what? You could er write on and erase on these holders, these uh, dividers, reuse them, and you could use pen and erase it all. I gotta get this for D and D shit. Son of a bitch! Why am I always excited? But it's like I don't have any kids. I'm excited for back to school stuff. Hey, reasons for that. Oh, and for anybody who knows why I've been making strange faces, I've been trying to figure out how to transform this guy forever. So <laughs> I think that's it's definitely not kickback. It's definitely not bombshell. Is it barrage? Not sure. It's been a while since I had because there was the, three. And he had, there was yeah, kickback. there was there was I had kickback. Bombshell. I had kickback as a kid. I think oh, kickback no, was the grasshopper. No, shrapnel. Shrapnel was the one with the big hose nose, the little beetle with the thing. And this guy must be bombshell. I had kickback, the the grasshopper. Grasshopper. Yeah. There was other like insecticons they added later on, but they weren't as cool yeah. as the first three. It was it, it was always the first three in regards to insect the insecticon. That there were always those three. And it was always like uh uh Always those three. It wasn't like it's was like a uh, scourge and uh, uh, what was the other one? 
Oh, you're talking about the the, the sweeps, cyclonists. Sweeps and scourge. It was like you, they're always like on on monitor of sweeps and scourges. Yet you had scourge and sweeps were like the two side by side right next to Galatron. Yeah, but within Septicons, they're your troop builders. Same way with um, the Seekers. All the same from the Jet Mold. Your Star Screams, your Thundercracker. I always forget the other one. No, I'm just saying, you know, it was always in the cartoon, it was always the right. same three. But how often did you see different colors of Seekers? You had a bright neon one, you had green ones, you had all of them. And not all of them got names. They were just repaints of I know with the Seekers. I know with the toy line, it was just repaints and all that. Same thing with like He Man and uh, uh, yeah, He Man. It was just a lot of figures were just repaints and redos of uh, the other figures. Well, with He Man back in the day, um, because you could take the parts and make different He Man, um, just by taking it that they, they made it basically like a modular. So we can take the legs from this guy, the arms from this guy, the chest, and they might do like something different for the body as like a separate sculpt like for example um the body of uh i want to say it's skunkor and Mossman. they're the exact same figure except one's painted green and it's flocked and stinker is just regular plastic and one of them has the moss smell and the other one's loaded up with the stink smell and that's the only real difference between the two of them and I think Stinkor actually has a merman head to it. Something like that. Uh, we didn't care. We just op- ripped open. Literally, we know. Let's rip open the box and play with the figures. Now they're worth like God knows how much. Well, it, it all depends. Like if right. they were played with and well loved, um, you can get them a dime a dozen. Because Al and I went to, because um, Carlisle had. Um, one of those toy expos recently. I can't think of which one it was, but he wanted to go in and check it out. It was like five bucks a head. You know, you could get a whole weekend pass for like 10. And they had regular drawings and things of that nature. Um, I picked up an Alicon, of course, which was kind of cool because never had that in my childhood. Which the shark to con turns into the alligator guy. Yeah. Um, you know, the ba weep grana weep nibon. But uh yeah, like I picked up a couple buttons for the bag. Um, I think I picked up a Jurassic Park one, which actually was kind of like sculpted in, and then a Camp Crystal Lake sign for the strap of my purse, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, they had a toy show and like He-Man stuff, like the OG stuff was super cheap, especially like the little, especially if the little limbs were like super loose, the little legs, cause you know how they yeah. would get after a while, but the rubber bands on those, they are replaceable, but dear God, are they hard to replace? I had a friend that asked me to do it for him once and got the rubber band and everything else. After I did about five of them, I'm like... Anytime you see me at the pub, you have my tab. <laughs> it's like, that's know, pricey. Uh, I'm like, yeah, well, it was a painful process. I know, uh, to kind of continue, at least, even though we talked about Hasbro, one of the things I have to go through this weekend is uh, 
download on my tablet. I got some preview. Uh, I won't say preview. Uh, to use their term, proofread copies um, of one of the backing stuff that I've backed. Uh, it's one of the things I, I think I've talked to you about it. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've done I, some, uh, Kickstarter stuff. So <laughs> but the one Kickstarter, the one I, um, we we're supposed to get it maybe this a month or two, but they're still going through the process of editing. They have two versions of the same uh, book. One is uh, they're giving the original run of the book. They're giving a current, they have two different play styles. One is for uh, the current edition of Dungeons and Dragons and one for their play style and one for a, kind of an addition to that and a couple extras. So they have to um, put everything together for both editions. Yeah. So it, it it's each book. I thought it was going to be thicker, all three books, but it's not going to be that thick. But uh, I want to see it when it gets in hand, to see how thick everything is. But each each one looked like it was going to be about an inch thick, but it doesn't look like it's going to be an inch thick. Uh, so that's something when I, I'll worry about when printing happens and I'll have it in my hand. I'll have an unboxing video for that on my YouTube channel. But that's neither here but there. But right now they have what they call proofread copies for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, their thing is these are just proofread copies. It, everything's not done yet. It doesn't have all the artwork. It doesn't have uh, it's the layouts are not finalized yet. It it we worked tirelessly on the layout, the edit, and everything else. Good chance there's stuff that we missed. So what we're going to do is we're going to hand it off to you guys to look at them, proofread them, to see what we missed, sort of thing. Uh, I like that idea and something to kind of go through. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, that just it's like, oh, here, here, here's this rough draft. Can you polish it for us? And then we'll it, it's, get it's like product. It's just that uh, they they polished it. It's just that they want fresh eyes on it. Yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, I can get that. Uh, it, it, it's it's one thing. It's like, yeah, we looked over it. We polished it. We looked over it again, polished it again. Uh, we're on the road to go to this event to help promote our other copies and this upcoming stuff that we'll be putting out after you guys get it. But since we're currently focused on going to this major convention, we would like, you know, for those of you out there that just would like a preview copy, to look over and help us stomp out the typos that we might have missed, have at it. Um, and they have a form out in regards to stomping out called help stomp out the typo. Um, and one of the comments was like, if we get the, that I put up, it's like, can I talk about this? Uh, if I get, when I get in the hands, so like, yeah, go ahead, talk about it. And right now my only concern is how thick everything is. Um, but overall, I won't bitch about that because it's still a preview, a proofread copy, and I don't have the physical stuff in hand. Right. So I can't. I can't really gripe about that. Just like uh, the dice, I'll be probably be getting by out of, uh, by four state. Now, if I folks at home, I know Sasha probably has her plans for it. But if I get the 
the one Kickstarter in by the end of August, which is how it looks. I will bring it with me to four state. Sasha's going to probably be in the same room with me or the same event or something like that. Some way, yeah, somehow. We're, we're going to be around. We're, we're, find us. We, we, uh, either before, depending on how tired or drunk or anything like that, we could do it in the morning before we hit up state two. Um, you going to be up for uh, love drafts afterwards? What? Love drafts afterwards? The after party? or it, Yeah, it's kind of like um, a Lovecraft um themed bar but it's also kind of like an arcade because every little table they've got like a mini console like one table's got like the mini nintendo one table's got the mini super nintendo one table's got the mini turbo graphics 16 one's got n64 um they have barbecue they brew beer on site um they have some really righteous food in there um this is for the after Day one after uh, after event or what? I'm thinking about the day one. Day one. So the, I I said this could be um, before we go back on day two or something like that. Uh, that way everything's said and done. Less we could do it in house, whatever. If, if we're s- sober enough. <laughs> oh, we should be fine. So either way, unless, we'll do it. We'll, we'll open unless it up. Unless you or... see me with the big giant gallon-sized homemade ecto cooler that that may or may not be laced with uh, hypnotic, um, yeah, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, I mean, like the next day or something like that, we'll open it up. We'll do something on the camera and set it up. If if we do love drafts, we, we won't do anything too extreme because there's like a pretty decent bar like back behind Al's apartment where if we want something more, we'll just wander over there, which is uh the G-Man as we call it, the gingerbread man for not everybody who's a local. Um, but yeah, anything more we could go over there or we can just homebrew whatever we have back at the apartment. Now, just before forewarned, I'm warning Sasha in regards to this, and I'm warning you guys at home and those on my YouTube channel. Uh, when I do that unboxing, I'll be filling Sasha in a lot of the drama, and you guys at home on a lot of the drama that will be surrounding that Kickstarter and what everything is going, the history behind the Kickstarter, the issues a lot of people have been having. I'm not going to go on through them here. I want to save it for that unboxing because... It's not just an unboxing. It's going to be a whole drama-filled thing. Oh, we know how a, we love drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and it's just, uh, let me put it like this. It's specialized dice that has was supposed to be something centered. Uh, it's supposed to be patented centering technology. And a lot of stuff that I'm seeing is a lot off-centered. And... Yeah, let me put it like this. One of the other things I've seen on the about this product, it's going to be advertised for 20 bucks a pop for everything that's included. And I myself, amongst the other 2,000 backers, paid uh, $70 American for it. For everything. Hmm. And yeah, so the, all that's going to be... I don't want to ridicule them and call the company out until i have the box in hand and i'm opening it up and having 
a neutral party like Sasha nearby is a perfect way to say, oh, I think a lot of this is, if I think this is a piece of shit, Sasha, please, can, I'm not handing it off to wherever side Sasha is. Give it. I think this is a piece of shit, and I think they have to somehow rectify this. Sasha, what are you saying? That way, Sasha could be the cooler head in this situation. And yeah. so, Sasha, it's a great content for all of you at home. Me, the cooler head. Yeah, it <laughs> works out so well. <laughs> May cooler so, heads prevail. Oh, God, she's got Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Sasha's the cool head. Just people's heads exploding. Oh, so anything else you want to cover? Or we oh, that's that's a bit. That's everything. My notes, that's what you want to cover. I think all in all, we both wanted to cover the ghost thing. That, not so much the ghost thing. The EVPs were mostly me. Electronic voice phenomenon. Um, and mainly for me, it was going to be the uh, EVP stuff and the Martinsburg uh, Public Library Con. The government announces we we we've heard stuff on audio recording. Water is wet. But <laughs> water is wet. There's stuff in uh, the sky we can't identify. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Alien stuff was like, kind of like both of us because it was in the news. Uh, I wanted to add, we kind of covered it with regards to Otacon's numbers is because Otacon just happened this past weekend. Um, and four state. And four state. We covered we'll four state there. a little bit. We'll be there. Stay Find tuned. us. Um, I know I'll have some pins and stickers available if you guys are interested in such free swag. Um, I will warn you, the pins are kind of odd. They do have a tendency to fall apart, but, you know, hey, free pin. And uh, I'll have the uh, dice with me, uh, baggies of dice. So to satisfy your role, top playing needs. And uh, so if you want to see us soliciting our wares, and many of you do. <laughs> and folks at home, yes, uh, they're listening to uh, or. Uh, the audio version of this. I have been drinking out of my dubby mug as per class. Coffee. Oh. No, actually, it's not. No, I can't. I can't say. But I, all I'm saying is, I am at least using their mug. I'm saving the rest of the uh, the powdered stuff for for state. That way, I'm highly energized throughout the whole weekend. Whether or not I'll be. Fully unconscious is another story. But that will make it for survivors. No, I'll be that <laughs> coffeeed, caffeined, and energized through uh uh W energy. Uh go to dubby.gg, use code LCM podcast at checkout for 10% off. Yeah, what he so. said. Do that and join OnlyFans. <laughs> Like or join my Patreon, like okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyways, as I like to say, that's the show. So, uh, unpleasant screams takes care and creep it real. And oh my god, I think we probably hit an hour and a half for two hours. And I all new record <laughs> compared to the back, <laughs> the compared to like the three or four hours of like two weeks ago. And he's a gamer <laughs> and he's in a bikini. Yeah, I'm a gamer in a bikini. You want to see? No, you haven't. Uh, yeah, tip jar. Tip jar. Exactly. Tip jar. Okay. You want, if you want to see what's underneath this shirt, 
You got you to pay. use the team. You have to pay. <laughs> and not on OnlyPay. To the Long Coat Mafia, Capish. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the uh, te- the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, differ slightly at times so a lot could happen between then and this recording so i'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it so just wanted to let you all know that now before we get into if there were any evps this episode spoiler alert there were uh i want to touch on the whole stephen 
a male situation that we kind of talked about earlier this episode. And that uh, you heard me t- say about how Stephen Amell, who is better, best known as the Green Arrow, uh, said that he was for the un- supports his union, supports his union, but that he does not support the idea of striking, calling it myopic and a reductive negotiating tactic. Now, uh, that's what the article that I'm looking at right now. Uh, was the his exact quote, uh, kind of what I said earlier this episode, but it looks like in this article, uh, Stephen is kind of walking back his comment. Uh, in this article, it says that uh, Stephen put up a, a lengthy Instagram post uh, written out in the comments. So I'm quoting the article here. Uh, it says, in a lengthy, lengthy in- Instagram post written out in the comments, so it's a little hard to track all of it. Amel suggested that his comments were misunderstood or unintentionally misrepresented and taken out of context. So he basically broke down every line of what he said at the convention to try to walk back the anti-strike impression that he initially gave. The basic takeaway from, from it all, though it is... That when he said, I do not support striking, I don't. What he meant was that he doesn't like the idea of striking, but we have to do what we have to do. And that when he said strikes are a reductive negotiating tactic, what he meant was it meant was that it's emotionally frustrating to be on strike, even if he understands why SAG. AFTRA is doing it from an electoral perspective. Now, um, he also uh, addressed the fact that he plugged heels during the convention appearance, which he's not supposed to do, uh, per SAG uh, strike rules, that he has no clue what he was trying to say, but it was perhaps meant to be just a shout-out to our crew and cast who worked so hard on the show. He ended this post by saying, The road to hell is paved with good intentions, and by insisting that he stands with SAG, AFTRA, jokingly requested that nobody whip any hard fruit at him when he said, when they see him on a picket line. Now, the article does go on. I want to know you guys and gals' thoughts on this. So, um, again, comments are available for you, and our email is longcoatmafia at gmail.com. Now, here is our aspect of the EVP situation. It's going to be a copy and paste, so copy and paste, so here it is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen and aliens of all ages and shapes and sizes, this is the part of the episode I promised y'all at the beginning in regards to uh, EVPs and uh, strange audio phenomena that I boosted for all of you to make out and let us know what you hear. And you could do so by heading to uh, Sasha's page. Uh, Links to her stuff are in the description down below and letting her know on her uh, Facebook page or her OnlyFans. Uh, to what you hear or our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the long coat mafia podcast. Let us know in one of the comments down, down there in regards to that. Or if the platform of po- choice you listen to, whether it be Google podcasts, 
Good Pods or Podbean. Let us know in the description down below if there is one in regards to what you hear. We will love to know what you hear and what they make out. And I'm just to let you know, I'm doing this as I go. And uh, I'm going to have to kind of compress everything into one big MP3 and copy and paste everything on. So uh, it's going to sound a little weird uh, in regards to how ed- overall editing an episode. But let me just say this. Within the first four seconds of the episode, four seconds, that means right at the very beginning that I would normally trim out dead air or, hey, we're starting, re- the recording has been started. Uh, there's two bits of weirdness, uh, or high weirdness, if you will. It didn't sound like me, didn't sound like Sasha. I want to hear what you guys and gals and aliens of all ages, shapes, and sizes want to think. Heck, to me, one of them sounds like it has like a Scottish or Irish accent. Let us know. So here's that first clip. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and aliens of all ages, shapes, and sizes. No sooner did I finish that and then continue my editing, there was two more within another 10, 15 seconds of each other. So what you're going to hear is something before Sasha speaking, and I've included Sasha's voice and what she says, so you have an audio comparison. Then you're going to hear me grunting uh, about what was going on pretty much what I was going is I was fitting fiddling with zoom settings and I just grunted an acknowledgement to what Sasha was saying and there's something right after that so I want you guys and gals and aliens of all ages to hear that I gotta go into the cloud again just to make things easier okay here's our next one and the thing is, I'm including Sasha's voice before and after this and what she was saying because this little audio oddity that I amplified could be actually be an audio glitch. And that's why I want to include this for context because this could have been something along the lines because Sasha was talking about something uh, that was, could be considered TMI, but... Um, in the visual aspect, uh, Sasha had bruises on her arms, and she was talking about, uh, again, a little bit of bedroom TMI, and she also said that she was on blood thinners. So this little audio thing, I should say audio glitch, could have been her saying, but I'm on blood thinners. So it... It could have been just how things were going across the uh, fiber optic lines between me and Sasha and the Wi-Fi, so to speak. So either way, you guys and gals out there make that decision. Here's that clip with the amplified section and context. It's like I'm bruising you and I'm like, I own blood thinners and already 25 minutes in and we got a bunch now. Uh, this one could be just Sasha chuckling, and I'll, I'll admit that, but I'll, again, I'll leave it up to you to decide. Here's uh, Sasha saying, borrow them, and the Amplified is right after that. Borrow them. <laughs> Still, not even 25 minutes into it, and we have 
another one that's two within the same 25 minutes or say this one is about a not even 30 seconds after the other one it's me putting on if you guys and gals out there watch the visual stuff uh, i put on a a mask at the start when sasha says uh lumser i'm bored i put i have a mask on for that little in that little bit and this is sasha the audio is sasha saying are you ready and I'm speak. I'm just grunting that I'm acknowledging what she said, but what the oddity is is what comes right after I grunt. It says either tighten or tag me. I'll let you guys out there decide. Here's that clip. All right, are we ready for this? Either I'm finding a lot or there's other things going on right now. Uh, <laughs> either they want to be heard or I'm finding a lot. Or either way, you guys and gals decide. This one right after our infamous tiger face, lemon face, tiger face, lemon face bit. Uh, this little clip is Sasha saying, you know, all right, let's begin. and Or pretty much all right. And you hear what sounds like teehee. Right after Sasha says it, I don't think Sasha said it, but here's the clip. Let you guys make that decision, uh, especially if it sounds like Sasha or not. Here it is. All right. Here's one I, I know I'm probably putting a lot into this and looking for stuff that shouldn't be, but this one I'm including for a context that could go either way. Uh, me personally, uh, I'm going for. Uh, audio glitch, but it's one of those things that sounds like something, but probably isn't. Uh, I'm talking about how audio, uh, the audio line looks to when I'm editing it, or like now I'm in Audacity and how I look at and I'm finding these uh, e so-called EVPs, etc., etc. And what you hear is something that is that 50-50 that could sound like could be or it's actually just a audio glitch that sounds like could be so let's y'all decide here it is literally it looks like looks like popping up like popcorn here's yet another one that, as me and sasha were speaking at the same time this could sound like either hear this heard this or something else again you decide we'll, we'll see you this one comes from uh, me and Sasha talking about and kidding around with, I won't say we're kidding around about Paul Rubin's death, but uh, we were making light of it because uh, Paul Rubin himself was a comedian. And I want to say, even though us making light of it could be seen as poor, poor taste, but uh, to laugh in the face of something tragic is something that can is always done in a lot of instances and in this one uh, I'm talking a little bit about uh, Paul being a comeback kid and you hear something you could tell where it's amplified you guys make it out uh, it could be Sasha I want to hear what you guys and gals think anybody I think he'd be the only guy that could have pulled off <laughs> This is the last one I'm going to include in this segment because uh, it's getting close to the end of the show. So I'm going to share this. It, we were talking and kidding around. Uh, 
Sasha cracks the joke in regards to why'd you defile the clo- the corpse because it was there and in the in this little amplified section you hear so what appears to be or what appears to set something appears to say is it there and you hear some other technical glitches with that so uh, I'll give you this glitch. Um, this little EVP section, the last one, and I'll see you on the other side. Was there a reason why you all defiled the corpse? It was there. <laughs> and I'm back, as promised. Uh, I didn't include everything between the last glitch or EVP and the one you just heard uh, because we would have been here uh, maybe a total of 20 minutes so I'll say this and not to mention I'm not going to include any more after this because we could probably have been here for 20 plus minutes extra and I didn't want to extend the the show that long extra after everything besides the other additional updates and so forth and so on so I'll put this challenge out to you uh, as I was staying with everything, with all these uh, weird phenomena that we just shared with you, uh, tell us what you think in the comments down below or in our YouTube channel. Uh, on my YouTube channel, links down below, Sasha's uh, outlets, her YouTube channel, her OnlyFans, and so forth and so on. And if you're listening to this on your favorite out- audio outlet, uh, do a scrub through uh, Audacity. Audacity is free. Just look it up. And... Uh, see what you could find did we miss something did i purposely miss it or was something else included so please let us know and let us know in the comments and if you're able to trim it and amplify it send it our way which what with what you think you heard and we could include it in next week's episode or the net a future episode down the line let us know we want to hear what you all say so that's everything for this episode. Now, please keep in mind, you have separate, several ways to support us at the Long Coat Mafia podcast and the podcast of darkness, if you so choose to. choose to. One of which is our tip jar, which you heard us mention. And right now, uh, as I think... Uh, the GoFundMe is still open uh, as our tip jar. You could tip us there if we hit a thousand dollar goal, and if not break that thousand dollar goal, uh, I will wear a bikini top on air. Uh, I, if it's beyond the summertime, I will find a bikini top to find and wear for the show. Uh, if we hit the five thousand or break the five thousand dollar goal, uh, I will do a TikTok dance in regards to with that bikini top for the show and i'll put post up on social media um if we have break a the ten thousand dollar goal for the the whole tip jar i will get a tattoo now uh we do have uh, a patreon it's set at the lowest we could possibly get it set as uh through patreon that's three dollars and there's a bunch of perks to it uh yes i have to uh (laughs) uh post up a uh a bunch of stuff to it i've been kind of neglecting it for the past couple of weeks i do apologize for all of you out there that are part of it Uh, i might put out some something a call to action on our patreon to listen to this episode to find any uh audio glitches or 
other EVPs that we may have missed. Now, um, we also, as stated, we have a partner, Dubby. Uh, if you wish to buy something from Dubby, uh, it just head on over to w.gg uh, that is d-u-b-b-y.gg and use the code lcm podcast for 10 percent off your order uh and a portion of those sales do go to us and all those funds from the tip jar to the patreon to w uh it goes towards us and we use it to help keep our equipment up to date uh we go to convention we'll go to conventions and so forth and so on with that stuff and uh especially helping improve this program and have stuff for you guys to enjoy whether it be audio uh here on like podbean or apple Podcasts, google podcasts or wherever you listen to this or visual on youtube uh, or on sasha's end uh only fans so uh that's where it goes but uh, even though we push these t- the tip jar our patreon and uh, our sponsor uh we know that times are tough and hard for everybody and we are the first ones to admit that this is what we usually do we're not it's part of our job to do it we're not looking for you to do it but it it is nice if we do if you do we are humbled by it and we will thank you so that's it for this episode Uh, i'll see you guys and gals next episode take care and uh i'm a gamer i'm wearing a bikini You've been listening to the Longcoat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast. Not sure.